Hello there, I'm Kiyosaroni Beatmaker. And on this episode of the Monday Mindset Rants, we're going to be discussing what type of leader will you be? I recently had an assignment asking what type of leader I would like to be. This is a question I have always asked myself but more in relation to what kind of man I wanted to be. So as I began to reflecting on this question, as I wrote, I began to realize I was writing the type of man I wish to be, which in turn provides me the type of leadership I want in myself. Something I found with great satisfaction as it provided me with a sense of clarity since I've been lost in the fog in regards to such a question. Even as I write my words and I speak them to you now, the fog continues to disperse and I find myself motivated. Something I wish to share with the world and for anyone who listens to ask yourself, what type of leader do you wish to be? I dare say, I dare say, <laughs> Write down what you feel and think. You may be surprised at what you learn about yourself. Perhaps you will learn that you always had the ability to be a leader. Or perhaps you realize that you have lost your identity within the cult and you wish to claim your identity back by becoming the leader of your own way. The leader of your own way as Master Musashi would call it, the art of walking alone. To be a leader who walks their own is to generate followers of individuality, unified in their leadership of the one who carries the torch, the flag, the battle cry. Such revelations can inspire one to break free from psychosis, to ask themselves, what type of person will I be? How will I lead? By example? Or by examples that have proven to bear fruit and inspire others? These questions may seem daunting, but that's the joy of life, overcoming the fear of living as an individual. Who is more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him? Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I really love this quote. Uh, if anyone who's a, a fan of the OT, I'm sure you'll recognize this quote from, oops, apologies, from the uh, A New Hope. But, uh, the reason why I really like this quote is um, I think it, it really coincides with and connects to, you know, the theme of this episode about, you know, what type of leader do you wish to be? Um, because, you know, I'll be honest with you. We are, we are living in a time that is being led by fools, being promoted, celebrated, endorsed and funded by fools. 
and um, it, uh, <laughs> you know, it kind of reminds me of this quote from a uh, a World War Two, well, no, World War One captain who, uh, British captain who fought in the Battle of uh, Somme, and uh, he was shot twice, and uh, he survived lying in uh, no man's land for over three hours. I can't comprehend that kind of uh, strength. But he said something that was quite astounding to me. Uh, he said, and I quote, We are your ghost. In the game played by monkeys, organized by lunatics. And, uh, I really love this quote because, you know, I kind of, I think it, you know, what you, it, what, whether you know a, a lot or a little bit about the Great War, World War One, you, you know that that was uh, a, a war of travesty and, and <laughs> bureaucratic egotism and, uh, what I find really astounding about this is that, you know, it really kind of, you know, reminds me of, you know, the Kenobi quote, you know, and who is more foolish, you know, the fool or the fool who follows him. And, you know, like I was saying, you know, we, we are in a world right now that is, you know, that is being, you know, you know, we are the ghosts, many of us out here, you know, in this game played by monkeys, aka the lizard people. <laughs> For my uh, my CTs out there, you know, and you know, you look at right now the climate in the world that we're in right now, and it is truly being organized by lunatics, and they truly do not have our best interests at hand, and you can see that in the way it is forming, you know these these cults around these personalities who claim they have the best intention for us but as the veil continues to be lifted it is truly not the case and you know this kind of coincides with like you know you we all have to learn how to be a follower at one point in our life we're all going to have to learn to be a follower even if we're in a leadership position or a leader, you know, mentality, you know, there are going to be moments where you're going to have to, you know, take a step and let someone lead, you know, especially if it's a situation where you're not, where your strengths um, cannot overcome the weaknesses for the situation that you have. So, you know, we all have moments where we have to, you know, you know, the best teachers are are, are followers, you know. And, uh, and so I feel like that is something that we all need to kind of learn about and that, but it also means, you know, following the right people. But we all need to have moments in time where we do make the mistakes and follow people who are ill-advised or who compromise us in some aspects, you know, or screw, screw us over. You know, those are hard lessons that are necessary to be learned. And um, it's important, but it's also about, you know, were you aware of, you know, maybe that you were being played or that you were, you know, following, 
you know, bad leadership. You know, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes it's, you know, too too way above your grit, your pay grade to realize what's happening. Or sometimes you're a little aware, but you you hold on for hope. So, you know, in those situations, you know, you should hold yourself accountable because you were somewhat aware of what was going on or and you chose not to make necessary changes. Um, this actually kind of connects to with my cousin right now and the situation that he's kind of dealing with. Um, where, you know, this, you know, he was uh, having this job and um, has this job and it's like the individual is like, hey, you know, take, you know, take two weeks off, do this, you know, go relax. And he's over here like, um, excuse me. Um, so and he took the necessary action and took the initiative and was like, you know what, I'm going to move forward. I'm going to seek out options and uh, that is something that's important because it's a, it's a it's a good example of someone who is who was following someone, but that person's leadership began to falter and became questionable. And he took the necessary charge and led himself to find alternatives. And and that is something that's kind of you know what I'm talking about is like you know the idea of learning how to follow and at times you know you may follow someone and and it's like okay well it's time for me to make my own way it's time for me to become a leader of my own path you know and and, and so to spend, and what i mean is that we're already leaders of our own path so to speak i mean but that's a whole another conversation that i'm not going to get into right now um but you know in those moments you know you are taking the initiative and you are becoming your own leader metaphorically in terms of, okay, what am I going to do next in this journey of my life? And, um, and I think that's, you know, that plays with into like, you know, who's more foolish, you know, is it the ghost? <laughs> is it the monkeys or is it the lunatics? Um, or is it, you know, so, and I think that's something that we all need to kind of ask ourselves is like, what kind of follower are we, you know, are we, you know, are we, uh, you know, a proper follower, you know, are we, are we unproper and do, have we learned how in moments of time where it's necessary to follow that we still maintain our individuality and our, you know, rights as, as a follower, regardless, you know, that means that you can always stop following that one person. You can choose to move to a different path. You can, choose the type of leadership you want to engage with and be a part of we all have that capability and i know at times you may not be in a position where you can do that instantly but if you work towards that as a goal you can manifest it into reality i've seen it happen in my own life so you know that is something that i think we all need to kind of talk about with ourselves is you know how foolish are we going to be in following people who don't have the best intentions for us? And I mean, look at the world around you right now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, look at certain, you know, especially in Western society, look at, you know, these certain various political and social groups. And, you know, you need to ask yourself, you know, are these the type of people you want to follow, you know, do they have your best intention in hand? And let's be honest here, especially in Western society, they do not. Um, 
you know, I, like I said in, in my previous episode, you know, the, the, the social um, oligarchs and the government oligarchs, they do not have the best intentions for you. And for those who fall victim to the cult of personality within those atmospheres, you see how it plays out in real time. And that's what I mean to ask yourself, you know, look at how foolish some of these people are in their desperation to be um, spotlighted in their domestication of following the order. <laughs> um, and and it's, a, it's a sad thing to see. Um, but, you know, this is something that, you know, is to be expected when... You know, society is beginning to to buckle under its own foundations. But I am one that has hope in that I believe that as the veil continues to lift, people are going to, you know, wake up. Some it's a little too late, but at least they're waking up and embracing their individuality. Um, either what's left of it or trying to find it by, you know, being their own person. You know, doing their own research. <laughs> you know, certain dangerous things out there that, you know, the powers to be are not too fond of. And I think that co coincides with um, our British captain who served in World War One. is um, even after being shot twice and spending, I think, three hours in no man's land, he went back to fighting. Um, you know... Many of them, you know, the ones who survived the first battle of Somay, they they went back. <laughs> and even one, a 14-year-old boy, ended up, out, out of the, at the end of the war, ended up becoming a communist. <laughs> um, but, you know, that kind of coincides with who you wish to follow. You know, a British, you know, a, a British lad who was, who believed in the crown, believed in it, and it push them into communism. It's a, it's a fascinating tale. How many people have been pushed into various ideologies after, because the ideology they held so dear lied to them, betrayed them, broke them, killed them? <laughs> um, and are they foolish? Or are they just human? Or are they indoctrinated? <laughs> uh, it gets really messy. But I think nowadays it's pretty clear and cut and dry. Um, they like to muddy the waters, but it's very clear. Um, actions speak louder than words. That is something that I am a, a firm, firm believer in. And, you know, the, as you know, and it, it connects to something that I kind of always say, you know, you got to wait till for people to show you their true colors and. You know, it's when you see these people in 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 leadership positions, these foolish people, and they show you their true colors. The veil is lifted, and the masses continue to follow. It it it, it proves the point. You know, it, it proves such a clear point. Who is more foolish? The fools are the fool who follows him, and I think it goes hand in hand. When the veil is lifted, the truth is told, yet they still continue to follow. And 
you know, it's a, you know, a parasitic mindset. And it's also a lack of self-awareness and just a lack of, unfortunately, intelligence. And I don't mean to be disrespectful or mean to anyone out there who has been drinking the Kool-Aid, but um, it's it's pretty abundantly clear. Um, you know, and, and, and I, you know, correlate, you know, ignorance with, you know, lack of experience. Um, and what I mean by even education, I mean life experiences. You know, there are many people out there who lack the life experiences to have certain opinions, in my opinion. <laughs> um, and that is why it's it's frustrating to hear fools who lead and, and speak, you know, ill-advised words or inaccurate information and the, the fools follow and drink it in as if it's all there is. Um, not even adding a filter to ensure the safety of the words they consume. So that is what I mean. And how foolish is it to drink tainted water? How foolish is it to drink and consume tainted words? But that is the world that we live in now. They thrive, they promote, they monetize, they profit off of tainted words because they know tainted words are the parasite. It gets inside the system of our mental capacity of individual thought and reasoning. And it strips it away along with our identity, leaving us with just a husk of a hive being. And that is what you see. That's what you see permeating around the world and festing the world with fools, fools who follow. And that is why I ask, what type of leader will you be? Because many seem to find such excitement in drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, I imagine it's quite sweet. I myself have taken sips in the past, but not anymore. And that is the issue with being a follower is that you are sipping in, especially a foolish follower, you are sipping in ignorance. You are sipping in rhetoric. You are sipping in indoctrination. And, you know, I, I would granted say that the fool who follows is more foolish. Because how often are the, the, the foolish leaders inadvertently outing themselves or purposely outing themselves and the masses continue to holler and hoot for them? <laughs> it's quite astounding. The cognitive dissonance. And many of it is willfully choosing that cognitive dissonance. It's astounding. It's incredible. It truly is. How they would choose to strip themselves of their own individuality, their own individuality, and replace it with conformity. And for what? To retain power? What power? These fools who follow fools think that they are part of the club. 
as George Carlin says, you are not in it. And that is a danger of following fools. You think you're in the club, but you are nothing more than a tool, an expense. And I don't know how we can, well, I don't really think there is much of a way to save many of those who have drank in the Kool-Aid. And of those of you who listen and have drank in the Kool-Aid, I hope to the Holy Buddha that you find your way out of it. I hope this gives you some motivation to do so or to double down. Either way, it's your choice and you deal with the consequences that come for it. But that is the consequences of being the fool who follows. And they do not see how such history repeats, how such great civilizations always collapse upon themselves because of their ego and their lack of maintaining a moral code of ethics. And you see that now, when you follow the foolish fool, you are losing your ethics, your morals, your compass has been broken. And it spins in every direction, but the true direction. Say what you will, but my words are truth. Because you see it all around you. My words would be considered a threat. And I'm not even really saying what I could say. Because even saying that would get me in trouble. <laughs> How funny is that? But, you know, I think Yi is a perfect example of that. Say what you will, but that man sure knows how to lead. He made fools, the fools who follow, and the fools who lead. And many don't even realize it. But I'm not here to delve into yay and his mentality and words, but his actions are clear. He made fools of a lot of you. You don't even realize it. But that will be a conversation for another rant. <laughs> but it's the leadership that is interesting. If you think about it. They try so hard to cancel him, but he seems to keep on gaining more and more followers. But this is the world that we live in. Those who speak the truth, regardless of the consequences, will always gain the most. Because they have nothing to lose. They have become the very meaning of minimalist. 
they have become the equation of the minimalist. It's quite fascinating, actually. And that is something that is inspiring. The ability to be the individual, regardless of the consequences, because that is expected. That is a right. We have the right to be our individuals and speak our words, even if they're foolish, to allow the court of public opinion, international as well, to dictate in some sense, express what they feel about such words being spoken. You see that in many examples. You see many foolish leaders being called out for it, and it costs them their leadership, their positions of power, or their corporations, what have you. We have moments of that. But the point is, is that something that comes with being a follower is being able to recognize when to lead and also being able to recognize when you're being played to take the initiative to always, you know, be aware of who the follower is and how they evolve and change, especially if you're working for them long term. And it doesn't mean it has to be all the way to top, but it can mean the person who's just above you. But I know that circumstances are different and complicated and, excuse me, and complex. So I do not negate that. But the point is, is that you need to recognize when you are becoming foolish in your following or foolish in your leadership. There are plenty of people out there in this world, current and in the history books, that provide necessary examples. But as our British captain said, we are your ghost. And the game played by monkeys, organized by lunatics. What type of leader do you wish to be? This is a crucial question very few nowadays ask themselves because many have found themselves as nothing more than followers of the mass formation psychosis cult, where individuality, where individuality is blasphemous and psychosis is worshipped. Leaders of individuality are a threat to the current orbit of our world. So I ask you, what type of leader do you wish to be? Truly, what type of leader do you wish to be? We already discussed the tenets of a follower and what it means to be a follower. But what about being a leader? How many of you ask yourselves that when you have mastered being a follower? In fact, you can never truly master being a follower. Even to, even when you're on your deathbed, there are days you may have to follow. But regardless of that, Getting off in a little bit. Let's rein it back in. 
What type of leader do you want to be? How do you want to break free from the psychosis and make your own way? Lead your own path. Forge your own individuality. Regardless of the hives that surround us, that infect the very things we use. It's an in it's uh, inescapable, unfortunately. But there are ways to mitigate its uh, influence on you by disconnecting from it and breaking free from such programming. And that all comes to leading, leading your own way. And I think that also connects with what type of leader do you wish to be? What type of leader do you wish to be in leading your own way? Because in leading your own way, you may find much knowledge and experience that it might inspire others. And that's the beauty of true leadership is that you inspire others to follow in your footsteps to one day be a leader of such caliber. You know, as I said before, you know, a community of individuals who lead in a unified idea, goal, morals, they can do a lot of incredible things. And I think that's something that can be celebrated and needs to be promoted more and advocated for. But like I said, it's, it's you know, this is dangerous rhetoric that I'm speaking of right now. And, and you know, many of you be like, well, come on. Come on, Ronan, it's not that bad. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I hear you, but let's, let's be real now. You know, you you speak out against the the psychosis, you know, you can be canceled. <laughs> you can be harassed. It, it can go many number of ways. And it is truly unfortunate. But take a moment and ask yourself, what type of leader do you truly wish to be? Regardless of this. You know, it, regardless, because the fact remains is, you know, being a leader who inspires others to lead is not something that can be achieved overnight. It is part of, you know, the continuous educational units in the art of living. <laughs> so, you know, you need to realize that it takes you know, living life as a lesson learned that develops those skills and experiences and mentality to be able to be a leader. And everyone is different. There are many different types of leaders, you know, whether it's, you know, being authentic, you know, being charismatic or formal, it doesn't matter. Um, but what I mean is that you need to find out the type of person you want to lead yourself. You know, how do you wish to lead your own? You know, be, before you can lead anybody, you must discover how you wish to lead yourself. And much of that requires being able to love yourself because being able to love yourself allows you to be able to love to lead others, to lead 
that mentality, to lead that drive, that goal, that morals, whatever you believe in. It's important to uncover and discover that aspect of yourself. And listen, you know, what type of leader do you wish to be? It's a question that's going to, you know, it'll take time. It's not something you're going to figure out overnight. Like I said, you know, for me, the fog is being lifted and I'm starting to slowly realize, you know, what type of leader I wish to be. But we all need to inquire that about ourselves because, you know, you look around and, you know, it's a world that's of leaders, leaderless individuals. They have no, no path. They have no guidance to lead themselves and and that doesn't always necessarily mean to be a mentor. It means to be a goal, uh, a, a identity, a a you know a a goal, a, a more a moral compass, a you know a, a ethical drive of what you wish to achieve in this world. Um, and it, you know many are are losing that, and. Uh, you know, it's it's a damn shame to see, you know, so many, you know, foolish people <laughs> becoming fools. So many leaderless people of themselves just, you know, embracing this psychosis and, and giving up on their individuality because they don't want to ask themselves these questions. They don't want to do that necessary type of deep work. And I get it. It's tough it's emotional it's frustrating it hurts but i mean this is life you only got one to live and i'd rather live it with the enlightenment of knowing that i have lived life as a lesson learned by being the best version of myself by embracing the art of living by saying true and that is something i wish for everybody and I know that we are all capable of, but the reality is you have to, in order to achieve such enlightenment, you got to figure out who you wish to be. You know, you got to love yourself and how you wish to, you know, lead the love for yourself and being able to lead others into loving themselves as well. You know, I think that's something that was, you know, is, you know, I don't think, you know, blah. It's incredibly inspiring about, you know, those great leaders of the world out there, you know, the, the, who, you know, <laughs> you know, positive and negative, honestly, who, you know, who are able to invigorate their people to love themselves, you know, whether, you know, it's, you know, Kublai Khan, whether, you know, it's, it's Caesar, it doesn't matter, you know, they were able to inspire their people to love themselves and they were able to succeed to achieve incredible goals you know some terrifying and some you know inspiring but all of it you know influenced and changed the world in positive and negative ways and even within those negatives, there were things that were necessary in allowing us to expand our technological and social and innovative abilities. Um, and that is, you know, the unfortunate truth about the world that we live in.
is that we have to look at the positive and negatives of any consequence, of any technology, of anything that happens in the world. And that even comes through, comes true with being a leader. You know, you will make decisions and choices that, you know, will seem, you know, too many bad. But in reality, the long-term benefits might actually be more substantial. And that's the unfortunate thing about the world that we live in is, is that we have to, you know, take the bad with the good. Got to do some bad in order to do good. <laughs> and uh, I think that, you know, that's something that people tend to kind of ignore about when it comes to being a leader. Because even for your own self, leading your own way, you know, there might be, you know, you might have to, you know, you know, make a make a bad decision that, you know, turns out to be good. It's kind of happened to many of us. But, you know, this is all part of, you know, living and being human is trying to navigate these, you know, social and moral and and fundamental questions of being. And even with leadership, I mean, it, it doesn't matter who the the leader is of inspiration for you. It's more of how you take and interpret that, you know, inspiration of that leader. And like I said, you know, people, you know, you are entitled to be inspired by whoever you wish to be, but you must also, you know, accept the consequences that will come with that type of inspiration. Um, not everyone's going to agree with your leadership skills or your, not your leadership skills, or your leadership style or your, your beliefs. And that's okay. You have to just accept that and be okay with it. They may not maybe, you know, believe in what you believe, but they respect your leadership. And they will still follow suit regardless. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is an individual who does not believe in everything that you believe in, but they follow you because they respect you and they, you know, like the way you lead. And that's also okay. Not everyone has to love you. <laughs> What's more important is that you love yourself in the end. Because the only person in the end who's going to always have your back, who will always hold you accountable, who will always be there, is you. No one else. Even if you have an incredible support system around you, they are not you. They're not going to have the final say on you. So, you know, we all need to take time and ask ourselves, ask, I have been, can't talk today. <laughs> you have to ask yourself what type of leader you wish to be and take time with that question. Write it down. Do a deep, do a deep dive, as I like to say. Reflect on your, on your past experiences with, you know, former or current leaders and how you reacted and, and navigated being led by them. You know, did you change your behavior, your thought process, things like that? You know, because I believe that we all can be leaders, you know, and that, you know, we can all take moments to take a step back and allow someone else to lead and follow. Because there are going to be moments in our lives where we won't be able to lead because it is something in our, you know, it is a moment that we are not capable of leading said, you know, situation. But I think you get what I mean. I just I can't find the words how to properly say it. But I think you you understand what I mean is that sometimes you gotta take a step back. 
you know, if you're not skilled or versed enough in this current situation or whatever, you're going to have to take a step back and ask for help, maybe. And that means letting someone else lead. And that's the beauty of also of being a, a strong leader is being able to ask for help and allowing someone else to lead or give you the advice to lead. And that that comes with asking yourself, what type of leader do you wish to be? Are you going to be a leader who also knows how to follow or are you going to be a leader of the ego? And those are fundamental questions that we have to ask ourselves. That we have to not be afraid to ask ourselves, regardless of the world around us and the opinions at hand. I have spent the last five years of my life building the foundations of my moral code and values for my life to inspire and continuously live by. This requires working towards self-actualization as an individual. This in turn provides the individual with a personality and way of life that is authentic to what it means to be an individual and a human with a charismatic mentality that is built of authenticity. Your leadership skills will be balanced with the ability to approach circumstances, scenarios, and situations with fortitude and a clear conscience that understands that each scenario requires various decision-making techniques. With charisma comes flexibility, which is crucial when making decisions. With charismatic flexibility, only strengthened through lived experiences, Lived experiences humble one's ability to be open to various perspectives and to listen to their intuition in relation to their critical thinking and decision-making skills. This allows oneself to lead by example in reflection to their own moral code and values of their way of life. Their charisma allows said values to be easily absorbed by those that follow as well as be implemented into various organizations one may lead. The reason individuals follow such leadership is a desire to live their life in similar accordance. They wish to take such exemplary behavior and improve their capabilities, strength, and performance. A leader is only as strong as those who follow, and those who follow are only as strong as those who lead. Authenticity in oneself inspires others to find their strength. Find their strength. Charisma humbles one's ego to live life as a lesson learned. The best leaders have mastered the ability to follow, to command one's authenticity, to lead others in succeeding, creating effective followers who in time may find themselves as leaders as well. We must all strengthen our ability to follow in order to truly lead. By being a good follower, one learns how to lead properly, to see the mistakes of leaders and to watch them learn or fall victim to their mistakes. Provides necessary education for one who wishes to lead. This allows potential leaders to gravitate to those who lead with their conscience and not with their ego. However, we must acknowledge that sometimes it is necessary for us to learn 
from bad leadership. As that is a way where some of the best lessons can be learned. Only authentic and charismatic leaders understand such knowledge. Whether it be Caesar, Patton, Lysander, Luther King, Sun Tzu, Rumi, Watts, Miyamoto. True leadership comes from authenticity. Such examples I provided are individuals of authenticity and charisma, whose lived experiences shaped the very foundations of the world we live in. That is the type of leadership I inspire to be. I believe that the strongest leaders are those with the most empathy for what it means to be human. When one leads an organization, one must be mindful and aware continuously that they themselves and those who follow are human. Humans make mistakes, humans must adapt, and humans must be aware. That is the fundamentals to leadership. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Monday Mindset. To learn more about myself and how you can support The Monday Mindset, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. That's Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, Follow me on social media, on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at Ronin Art underscore music. And if you prefer to email, hit me up at themondaymindset009 at gmail.com. That's themondaymindset009 zero zero nine at gmail.com and that is all lowercase if you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service please make sure to subscribe if you're listening on youtube make sure to subscribe leave a comment and a review and slap that notification bell on apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe rate the podcast and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.